welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And this week, we got to review some pay-per-views that the WWE gave us this weekend. What do we think of Thunderdome? We got we get to announce our final two for the greatest heavyweight champion of all time, according to No So Entertainment. We got fantasy. The only that matters. I believe we have some Mad Libs to do at the end of the show again. So let's get into it. So let me introduce you to No So Crew. First, he's just known as a good brother. He's a... We just have too much to do tonight. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. But you know him as the humorous in database. Corey Mack. What's up, you crotch sniffers? Wow. Devin Dolry. Real name, no gimmick, and welcome back, my fellow big dog. Yes! We'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> no, so, Living Legend, my people. Hi, everybody. And I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. All right, some of us here watched NXT TakeOver. Hey, we all watched NXT TakeOver. I just had to watch it on Monday. Just not together. And some of us watched SummerSlam. Oh. So, what did people think of the shows? Um... You didn't watch it, so you're officially the rookie of this podcast now, right? Bum bum. But but he watched Takeover, the Savior, Living Legend. I was out of town on SummerSlam, and then I just I forgot. Yesterday. I got to be honest, I just forgot about it. Um. Well, I didn't. I wasn't going to watch Takeover actually, but then I wanted to watch Pat McAfee's match, so I just skipped. Oh to that. yes. So oh, I yes. just, just watch my match. Uh, so oh, I just yes. skipped to that match and watched everything after. Well, let's that. get to Corey's writings. Corey. What's your five-star reviews for NXT TakeOver 30? Pre-show match. Number one contenders. NXT Tag Team title triple threat match. The goddamn team of Brazongo. Great team. Beat Legado Del Fantasma and Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Pretty good match, two and three quarters. But why the fuck did Brazongo win the goddamn thing? As as we talked about that day, why the fuck were they not cut in April? What the hell, dude? Da-da-da. Da-da-da. The pay-per-view proper starts off with the uh, the, the pew-pew guy, uh, Finn Balor, taking on Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> this was a pretty good match. It was, uh, you know, Thatcher made Balor work, yeah, which he is did. something he hasn't done a lot since coming back to NXT. Yeah. That motherfucker is on, like, Hollywood Hogan schedule. Uh, wow. Anyway, he somehow gets the win, even though they could have elevated Thatcher, because why do we need to make stars? Uh, Corey, build young new stars. Exactly. Three and a half. Now we have the goddamn ladder match for the NXT North American title. D- didn't need to watch this. Where uh, Damian Priest defeated Johnny Gargano. We called that. Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Bam, we wanted Bam that. Bronson Reed. And the goddamn Bam, Bam pedophile dream. Yep. Pedophile dream. Uh, to win the vacant <laughs> title. And do you realize how hated that guy is in that company? Whenever he did anything or came out, those fucking NXT guys cosplaying as fans, silent as fuck. Hell yeah. You could have heard a pin drop. Hell yeah. Those motherfuckers do not want him nope. there. Uh, Why is he there? Uh, they think he's a star. Vince doesn't care. He gets superstar treatment. The motherfucker, they've sent him to rehab. They've covered up multiple car accidents, attitude problems, and now they're attempting to just whitewash multiple like, allegations of pedophilia. So he's like 04 Randy on steroids? No. He is like, without the pedophilia, uh, Attitude Era Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He just gets a pass. Attitude Era Shawn Michaels, yes. That is exactly what he is until you get to the pedophile, pedophile thing. Yeah, and then yeah. he's not there. But. Now he's like Jimmy Snuka. Like they're, they're bound and determined to just cover like, it up and take care of it. What the fuck, man? 
There's and nothing there. And uh, he's not Shawn Michaels. So no. what the fuck? He, this Haas play like him. This match was really good, though. It had some innovative mm-hmm. uh, spots. A lot more. Um, not a fan of the blunch in here. A lot. No. Fuck. Well, <laughs> yeah. He's a heel now. A lot more like getting close to the belt, but not quite touching it than you normally see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody besides the, the pedophile dream uh, looked good. Um, I thought Cameron Grimes kind of had a breakout. To the moon! Hell yeah, yeah baby. Kind of had a breakout match, but then I think Bronson Reed did too. Bronson, I think, Bam, Bam, Bronson Bronson I think both of them did too. Yeah. Oh, he um, was featured prominently on the yeah. set. I thought he was going to win. To the moon! Front and center. Gargano taking monster bumps. He's, he was kind of the glue that held it together. And then the eventual Dun. winner was the right call. Damian Priest has been there. And for those of you who don't know, I got a little ratings info for you. Damian Priest. Uh, one of the few acts in NXT that week after week consistently either improves the ratings or keeps them steady instead of going down. Really? Interesting. Him and Keith Lee are the number one and two yeah, weird. ratings guys. Weird. Yeah. They just they never lose viewers, and most of the time you see a slight uptick when they're on. Interesting. Interesting. I gave it indeed. four stars. Mm-hmm. Four Thought it was really good. What did you guys think? I liked it. I didn't um, watch it because I, I didn't care I, about seeing Dream Wrestlers. So. Dream, the fight, I can understand that. It, it, it was terrible, but the weird thing about this ladder match is even though Dream's in it, I'll be honest, he's not much in the match. No, they do kind of, he's kind of missing, and then they, he does the one big bump. He does, like, he does, he has, like. Which they should have removed like, the, the fucking ma- crash pads. If the match was, like, 20 minutes, I think Dream's on screen for maybe five of it. You well, know? the problem like, is he's, like, heavily controlling that five yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. We all thought he was going to win, so we were all just like, fuck, fuck Not like man. this. Not like this. We went back to Dynamite when he was coming out. Yep. <laughs> um, which, by the way, Adam, did you see the ratings for Dynamite on Saturday? Seven hundred fifty-five thousand. Yeah, they didn't lose anybody. They st- and they were number five for the night. You know what? In cable, what was it? Seven hundred fifty. You know what's 000. crazy about that? That's like the, what they get on Wednesdays. Fox, Fox proper. Like everybody in the world has Fox. Uh-huh. For boxing, Sean Porter fought. Only got eight hundred five thousand. Really? Really? That is Sean Porter. Terrible ratings for I was them. I say that sounds bad. That is terrible for them. Yeah, no, they got it. That? They got it starting yeah. at six thirty-five. Now, gr- granted, they had a hell of a lead-in with the NBA game, overtime they, game, a hell of a lead-in. Yeah, but they but. kept it, and seven fifty-five thousand, and they were number five for the night in on a uh, Saturday. On a Saturday afternoon, yeah. they were number five in the night for the ratings. That's not bad. at That's all. a huge victory for TNT. Yeah. They got to be yeah. happy with that. Absolutely. And up next, the match I was curious about. Oh yeah. Uh, Joe, you want a victory lap real quick? <coughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take You'll the... You'll wait, you little summit. Oh, okay. Wait, <laughs> Adam Cole... I'll tie my shoes. ...taking on uh, <laughs> Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. And I said here, last yep. week... Yep. I said this is either going to be a train wreck, mm-hmm. like some of the... Like Reggie White. Yep. Or this is going to be an amazing match with a Kevin Green type. And that's what you got. And that's what we got. Ooh. I will now take my lap, you know. I am upset I wasn't here to see these spots. I do remember you motherfuckers last week when I said, or he could be like Kevin Green. You're like, whoa, guys, pump the brakes. Don't be going crazy. I was thinking about that. He did. He did. He did. He was very, very impressive. Do it again. I I think he could. I think he could. Eh, Depends on who he's working with. Yeah. Yeah, He can't work with a uh, house. I'm going to give him all the credit in the world. Fantastic athlete, mm-hmm. killed it. He did fantastic. I have no, no buts, no this that or he killed it. Yep. 
He was also in the ring with but, one of the five best wrestlers in the world in that company right now. Absolutely. So very true. I, I gotta say, I love, I loved, I love McAvee's punches. Me too. Yeah, no, they, they look, look right. They, they looked great. Yeah. Everything he did that was pro wrestler looked like a pro wrestler. Get yeah. fucked, Gronk. He, he, he sold. Shit. He sold really well. Yeah. He played the character well. Forget uh, the leaping up to the top rope, which was impressive as shit. Yep. The superplex. Super, yeah. super he had that textbook. Oh, was God. bonkers. I was I way more impressed by those kind of things than the the flip and the jump. Those were great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Just but the he technique. was so good with the technique. Yep. You could tell he takes it seriously. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's nice when you have like uh, like a celebrity involvement like that. When a they're a fan, so they care about what it would look like in the end. It's not just for a paycheck. It's not a paycheck like Gronk. Oh, weird or Ron Rousey. Um, shooting. And uh, and then just being that freak of an athlete, man. I mean, like people laugh because he's like a punter in the NFL, but he's still better than ninety percent of the fucking people on earth as far he was as a athletics go. Kicker too, wasn't he? Uh, he would do like kickoffs, yeah. like because yeah. he had the big leg for a punter. But yeah. wasn't he known as like he would get down and uh, most, he would oh, be, like, like not like all like punters will do this, oh, but he'll go for the big hits. He and all. Yeah. look for stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. He looked for the contact. He was a big shit talker. And uh, also WWE. Adam Cole's not six feet tall. <laughs> There's no way. Do we have to go through this every week? Every yes. week. No. Yes, we do. He's what? Five ten. Andre five, the Giant eight, wasn't five, nine, seven five, four. Ten. Andre the Giant wasn't seven four and five twenty five. Shut your mouth. Seven Shut three your mouth. five ten. Shut up. No, he was. Yeah. You don't know uh, that. He hey. was, however, nine thousand pounds when Hulk Hogan body slammed him in the body. Uh, uh, According to Saturday, I saw him slam himself. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing acrobatics. <laughs> He almost floats. The way he held himself. So, <laughs> uh, before you go into your ratings, Corey, so it was less than the ladder match, but do you think it was uh, the match of the night? Yes. To me, it was oh, the match yes. of the night. Yeah. It was easily the match of the night. So, um, uh, Corey? I went three and three fours. How, how were you like your crow? Like in a ball? I like it well done well with done? Uh, some uh, buffalo sauce. Buffalo, Ooh, got it. Right. I'll, go, I'll have the producer start it up for you. <laughs> a nice cold beer to wash that down, please. Got it. Zima. Warm Zima. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled you. That's what I wanted. Uh, Shit. You Damn motherfuckers it. fell for it. Damn it. You franked us. <laughs> you franked <laughs> us. Damn it. So it was, it was really good. Match mm-hmm. It was, yeah. NXT women's title match, Io Shirai successfully defended against Dakota Kai. This match suffered from following. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, this was a that. really solid match. Something had to. Dakota I mean, Kai gets hotter and hotter every time I see her. Hey ding, now. ding. Yes, she does. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ding, ding. And especially when she talks with that New Zealand act. Ooh, it works for I want to go to her Auckland anytime. Uh, do you follow her Twitch? No. But I try to. Oh, Captain, my Captain. I try to. I would follow her Twitch anywhere. <laughs> Uh, you know what a Twitch is. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this I gave three and a half. It was a really good fucking match. It just it kind of followed, followed that. that. Yeah. And then the main event happened. So yep. SummerSlam. Yep. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. Uh, so Karrion Cross defeated Keith Lee to win the title. And Ballard himself. In a very long uh, yeah. match that didn't play to either guy's strength. Uh, because NXT is all about those guys long false finishes. No, it doesn't. If he if they're going to get crossover, then this push is a monster push. Yeah. They're going to get him over. These seem to be Goldberg matches. Yep, six minutes. Yes. I literally heard about Goldberg going to NXT. Let's, uh, this went twenty one minutes. Yeah, yeah, way too almost twenty two. It's super awesome when you have a title change and it doesn't make anybody over. That's that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. So <laughs> this um, he's the champ now. Uh, the challenger is on Raw. 
Um, so, you know. Well, they, I heard Chompa's coming back on. Uh, oh, goody. Yeah, Chompa's coming Wednesday. back. Or they can always move old Hollywood Balor into the title scene. Because I would love some more Chompa Balor title matches. That's or Chompa cross matches. I mean, so they. I mean, it makes sense to go back to that. He did squash him at In Your House. Yeah, which and, is a and, weird sentence and, to say in 2020. And <laughs> crossed it, dislocated <laughs> shoulder, like halfway in the match. He says he's. It's not that bad. He says. Triple H acted like it was bad. Yeah, Triple H ends like it could be like a while. Well, Triple, Triple H, H said tried to my, avoid insurance money. <laughs> Triple H said my heart hurts for him, so that's not a good sign. Yeah. Uh, but hey, maybe we'll have a huge tournament for the vacant NXT championship that the Velveteen Dream can win. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was going to say. Son of a Fuck bitch. us all anyways. Um, so that's NXT TakeOver again. I mean. What did you guys think? I was, give it, it okay. I'd give it a B minus show. It was like a. A better version of NXT Weekly. Let's face facts. Uh, let's 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 just talk about that elephant that's right there in the room by Mike. NXT, as we know oh, it, Corey, is, all right, is dead. No, not yeah. you. NXT's dead. This is not. And it, here's the problem. It's no longer PWG East Coast, hmm. and that's what they built it on in 2014 when they started ramping it. And it went for years, and it was great. It's not indie anymore. But it's not indie anymore. Yeah. And it, it's not that style anymore. You have to change. You have to adapt. They need to change the NXT style from that back to... I mean, you've got, a, you've got big guys. You've got cross you want to push? Fine. Six-minute squashes in the main event is the order of the day, then. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Have your workers on the bottom still. Yep. Uh, so before we move on to SummerSlam, let's, let's, I'll bring this up. So Keith Lee... This past four months since he's had the title, I think that has hurt him. Oh, they did him no favor. Because of the fact that he wins both titles. One on has, it only, has it already been four months? Yeah. He wasn't even champ four months. Yeah. He but, won it in June. So, okay, I was like, so, I thought you were... But these past two months especially. Yeah. You hurt him, the fact that he wins both titles. Then he gives up one. Just gives it away. He gives it away, and then he loses the next one in two months. And no, Hold on, hold on. It's and then... Better. He and loses the title the same night the vacant title was won. Crowned. Yeah. So he could have just And then he goes to the main roster to job then to the person the, who's... Then he gets main roster, which on SummerSlam, I, was, I got shocked and awe because they like, they're doing like their Monday Night Raw commercial. And I was like, Monday Night Raw has no limit. I'm like, what are you, what's going on? And then they show Keith Lee. I'm like, oh shit, he's on Raw. Okay, but, cool. Okay. But then they BKO'd him. Yeah. They comes out. You saw his outfit, right? Yeah. He's BKO. Black Kevin Ono. Oh, he looks like Kevin Owens. Oh, I got to put the basketball shorts on. You got to put the basketball shirt. shorts on. He's you Black Cassius Ono. You got to put the basketball shorts on. You got to put the dry fit shirt on. So he can't wrestle without a shirt on because, you know, he doesn't have the, probably doesn't have the abs. Well, I guess Vince I guess the Vince has had plans for him on the main roster for a while, and he was supposed to tone up, as Vince says. Hmm. Uh, they changed his music, and people are freaking out about that. And I get why they they are going away from CFO, so that's the guy that did the bass in the glory. Thank God they're getting rid of CFO. So they got rid of him. So everybody that has new music is off somebody else. So people are freaking out more about Keith Lee's debut uh, music. music and gear instead of hey he's on Raw facing Randy Orton. You should probably complain more about the fact that he's going to job to Randy Orton on pay per view this Sunday. Yep. So much for he's going to get punted and we're not going to see him for two months. And so then like, he'll be on main so event. He can build up. So he can and then he'll be on main up. event. So he can tone up. Um, oh, God, that's so should, true. He should get fatter. That's so fucked up. He should not try. But he should just eat donuts. You could fire him if you want to. That'd be unfortunate yeah. for me. 
If you fired me. Yeah, it'd be too bad. Oh, no. Oh, right. There's no oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Can you imagine them coming in as a fat tag team in AEW? Cassius Lee. <laughs> called Bulk Up. Yeah, that's Cassius Lee and, like... They're called, called Bulk Up. Two bulk, two bulk crew. Hey, do you know on AEW Dark, they have a new tag team called... Two, two, ta- two large crew. Called the Metro Brothers. The Metro, uh, yeah? Yeah. Or no, Metro Brothers. Two-Tone Scorpio. Two ton Scorpio. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yep. God damn it. So let's so move. Yeah. So yeah, Keith Lee's well, on uh, Raw now, and then we went to the Thunderdome. I can't believe we're going. I'm going to say this, but we're going to the better show. Yeah. Let's go to oh, Thunderdome. Like smoke ticket. It did. I was very surprised. I was like, oh, I'm going to laugh at all this. No, it, it was, was a very good. enjoyable show. It was a good show. Night. It was only three and a half hours. It was yeah. like so. Corey, God. five star reviews for SummerSlam. Okay, the uh, kickoff show. Let's. I mean. Of course we're going to put the African-American title match on the kickoff. Because why wouldn't we put it on the pay-per-view? Uh, the U.S. title match, Apollo Crews successfully defeated MVP. Two and a quarter stars. That's what it was. It was there. We open up with the SmackDown women's title match as Bailey, who's awesome. Become a big fan of Bailey. Is, <laughs> you're, I fi- a ba- I finally, you're a role model now? I, I don't know about that. But I finally <laughs> have embraced... Oh, no. you just... <laughs> You've embraced Heel Bailey. I've finally embraced Heel Bailey. It took her a while to get there to me, but she finally found it, and I'm enjoying it. Just some yeah. people aren't comfortable doing it. Man. I don't. It just took her a while to get I don't, there. I, guess. I don't like her as a heel. No? Mm. I didn't forever, but I don't know. The last couple months. I don't know. It feels too forced for me. That's not her as a person. And, uh, well, she defeated Asuka in a really good match. I went three and a half. I was maybe a little stingy there, but it was really good. Um, the WWE Raw Tag Team Title Match, Street Profits, successfully defeated Andrade and Angel Garza. For like the fifth time? I I could have swore this was going to be a title change. I mean, I guess break that team up and there's no right? point for them. Yeah, team. that's like, what they've teased. The so, fuck's yeah. the point then? <laughs> I went three and a quarter. It was really good. Two for two. This pay-per-view is rocking. I'm happy. No disqualification. Loser leaves WWE match. Mandy Rose with the world's toughest hair products. Yes. <laughs> she looks hot like that. Defeated. With the short hair? Broken I mean, she was Matt hot. Hardy. I mean, Sonya Deville. Oh, what? <laughs> she looked like Matt Hardy when she came out. Yeah. She was wearing the big long duster without. She, she had pulled the hair. She's out. like, I will ah, delete yes. you. <laughs> but it was actually an homage, and I caught it to Victoria with the pulling of the hair and the manic, which I dug because I'm a big Victoria fan. Mm-hmm. This was actually good. I'm they worked hard. Later work. They worked hard, <laughs> did a good job. I went three and a quarter on this as well. Uh, it was good. Uh, they changed the stipulation because it was going to be hair versus hair, but with the personal news they from... They decided yeah, Sonya had a rough enough week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the lawyer came out and was like, yeah, I don't want my uh, d- like my well, my client coming to the courthouse with a shaved head. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, and there, she's probably going to have to deal with this, too. So she's probably going to take time off to deal oh, with yeah, this. Oh, yeah, she's taking time off. That's why the loser leaves. Yeah. yeah. Because um, you know, Mandy looked like Charlie Theron out there. It was good. I have no complaints. You know, these women, these two women, were the breakout of the Tough Enough season they were on, and everybody says Mandy Rose was the toughest person on that uh, season. Which just goes to show you, just because you're beautiful doesn't mean you can't be badass too. Sable, talking to you. <laughs> Monday Night War stories. Here on NoSoundTainment.com. She was badass for 99% until it, she tried to Caterpillar. Yeah, the Caterpillar was terrible. The Caterpillar needs some work. Hmm? Otis and her need to work that out. <laughs> but if that's the uh, if that's the weakness, I, I mean, I'm fine That's fine. If that's, you know, we can work on that piece. If she can't Caterpillar but can do other things, I'm sure Otis is happy. Uh, you know. Point I'm trying to make. 
Hammin' and slamming. <laughs> All right, now we get to the uh, Shawn Michaels masturbatory uh, <laughs> storyline match of the night. I just lost my page. It just fucking left. Where go? Well, you know what the match is. Yeah, I know the match is uh, Dominic Mysterio taking on the Monday Night Messiah. Seth Rollins. You mean Rey Mysterio from yeah. Halloween Havoc? Wearing a badass. Yeah, so Rey cool. Mysterio throwback. Uh, I, 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 know, I, I have maybe to, I, a son might wear something like that, not his opponent. I heard but he's yeah, going to be called Prince Mysterio. Yeah, that's the long term plan. Uh, yeah. Gross. Well, well Rey means king. Rey so. means king. Um, but it's like, hey, got it. No, just Purple Rain. <laughs> I like this match a lot. Velveteen Dream. <laughs> I like this match. No, I fucking love this match. Yeah. Um, it I was so good. I can't go higher than four because they're, I mean, he's green. He's obviously green. But they told a great story, and I don't think. Uh, Conan brought this up on Twitter, and he's right. He personally thanked Seth Rollins for carrying his godson through his first big-time match. You, Seth Rollins you could tell. did like, so yeah, good totally. in this match. Seth Rollins did a fantastic job the story, even when he with, turned, with Dominic. And the storytelling, when he handcuffed Ray and he looks... Oh, my God. I was like, fuck, man. This minute. is good shit. So hear me out. So Seth Rollins shut his mouth and just wrestled? Weird. Yep. Yeah. Weird. No, weird no, 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 no. Weird no, no. Fans are back on board. No, <laughs> um, no, no. He had his mouth open too because he kept yapping at Ray. Like but he, it, he, it, but it, but it yeah. worked. But it like worked. my favorite one is he has he it's has. It's not Uncle Eddie. That one. No, no, no. Oh. He, uh, that one too. He has like Dominic in a headlock and he goes, "You sure this is your son? It's not Eddie's." Yeah. Like going back to that storyline. That's line. fine. But like I mean, like on Twitter, he's like, yeah, Shut no, the he, fuck he, up. he should deactivate Twitter. He's a fucking douche. That running. Superplex into the Falcon Air. Oh my God! Dominic took that so that power bomb he I, took too. Right? That, oh my God! That was an Eddie Guerrero power bomb. I was oh, like, see, holy shit! I was like, that kid paying, just got fucking slipped. between that and the uh, the the uh, frog splash. That yeah, who oh, hit that did. beautiful frog, they, frog splash? Obvious Eddie and and, and I, Dominic. Was on, afterwards talked about I how he wished that. Eddie could be there. It was, yeah. it was pretty. But like, that fucking power slam was, was like power bomb was brutal. When when uh, when <laughs> they did brutal. They, they showed the interview after the match, and it's him saying like he wishes Eddie was here, and how him Eddie they they brought up story, and like I, he's just like oh, I just wish Eddie Eddie was here, and I was like I think everybody wishes Eddie <laughs> yeah, was here. I think everybody everybody did. wishes Eddie was still here. But, uh, it was no, a great match. It's so good. That's what made that storyline 15 years ago work, is that Eddie and Ray were that close that, like, Eddie was like an uncle to Dominic. Like, when he had to, tr- to when, when they taped the, uh, the playground skit, mm. yeah. where he comes with the, you want some candy, I say? Which is totally, good luck doing that. Yeah, yeah good luck doing that <laughs> now. Can you imagine Angel Garza going up to, like, a little kid? How many devils he would sign up? You want to hear a story, Dominic? <laughs> yeah, three uh, glasses. Velvet Look into like, hey, my I, eyes. Velveteen's like, hey, Vince, I have a storyline for you. So after... <laughs> so after uh, I, I know I was, how to get the 18 demo. I just want to bring this up now see what you guys think. After both nights, Twitter was waving over Dominic and McAvee. Give him another shot. I know Re- Dominic does. Well, Dominic's mm-hmm. definitely getting another shot. Uh, yeah. But McAvee... I get McAvee another shot. McAvee earned another shot if he wants it. If he wants it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's his... Remains to be seen if he wants it. I think it'd be it. tempting to just like kind of go out on this. Like, I mean, you. You said gonna he's always wanted to. You're do not going to top that. You're never going to top. You know what I mean? That's a one. You said he's wanted to do it because Dominic. Like, you, you should be a one and done. That's fantastic. Man. Like Dominic even, has the blood in it. Dominic I, looked green. He looked green, but looked good too. But there's yeah, but there's obvious potential. Mm-hmm. There, it's obvious. He has a good yeah. But he's a good idea. It was good. It was a good match. Good story. Who had the better debut? Well, I'm. 
it's tough because yeah, it's tough too. They I was were trying in, to think they were this. in different positions. Like McAfee had the more spectacular, flashy debut. Ray, uh, Dominic's debut was gritty, and he got his ass handed to him. I mean, there was a lot to ask. Of I feel him like Dominic had more on his shoulders I going into it. Dominic Dom- had more yeah. on his shoulders, and he took more. Yeah. So I, to me, Dominic's debut yeah. was he, was he, more impressive. He did a white Russian leg sweep through a table. Come yeah. on, yeah. But no, I he took I, those fucking also, kendo shots again I, I, with fucking unprotected. I love the straight love to the, the skin. I love the storytelling of of uh, Ron's maybe attacking the mom because she comes out and watch it, you know. I, was, I love the callback to Brett, no, uh, Brett and Backlund. It's Survivor Series 94 where the mom might be the one to give it up mm-hmm. and they had to stop her. Loved it. Yeah. It was so oh. good. It was so good. No. I mean, I, and it sounds short, it kind of sounds short-sighted to go only go four, but Dominic's inexperience and, but Rollins did a fucking fantastic. Yes, he did, he did yes, so he did. good. And if we were going to do MVPs, I'd probably give it to Rollins. Yeah. yeah. For carrying a four-star match. We were match. supposed to start doing that on these pay-per-view reviews, by the way. Yeah, give we're MVP. Months ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to do that. Maybe we'll start next, next start week. Payback. <laughs> yeah, payback. So Raw Women's title time as it's now... What happened here? Oscar versus it's Sasha Oscar Banks. Oscar and Sasha Banks. What the fuck? <laughs> of course, phone goes My phone's out. dying here. <laughs> oh. Um... This was also good. I thought the Bailey match was a little better. Yeah, but I like the, the storytelling of this one though. Yeah, like yeah. you know, she gets she, Bailey's on the apron or whatever. She gets knocked off. Then she she goes for the bank statement, but it counters into the Oscar lock. And then she's looking for Bailey. She's like, Bailey, you're supposed to help me. I helped you. I like how they. I mean, did. it sets it up, but they've been doing this for so fucking long. I like how they did it. You can because the way they set up that ending, both sides. Have a story. You can say Bailey tried and got knocked off yeah. and just couldn't get back in time. Or you can say, yes, yeah, she didn't look like she was trying too hard to get back in time. Yeah. So, I mean, again, you can do Which is good and key. Because, because it gives you more options. Because you need to let this feud simmer for at least about two more years. I mean, at least. Yeah. It's only been on the back burner since 2017. I mean, it's, definitely <laughs> the feud, it's definitely the feud of 2025. Yeah. Kind of that, that they just wait bomb, like, to like WrestleMania 40 to pay the this power off. Bomb the powerbomb on the outside. The apron. Jesus Christ. The sunset flip powerbomb. Oscar takes some oh. fucking shit. Uh, oh, yeah, Oscar needs to calm down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she, she takes some like, Oscar, you're not in Japan anymore. Stop. <laughs> she takes some fucking ruthless <laughs> That's bumps, the thing man. is, she doesn't hurt anyone else, but she's killing herself. Right? She, like, they did the, they but did, nobody's <laughs> ready But they did the Dodie on Fox Twitter to like, Thud. The sound of like when like the noise, and she's like, "I protected myself. You just didn't see it or something, you know." And she's like, "I just want Although, someone to like." Holy hell! This shit. She did oh, such a good job. Wrestlers from like other companies were like, "Jesus Christ, is she okay?" Yeah. Uh, Kenny, Brian Kenny, Alvarez tweeted like instantly, like, "Is Oscar trying to kill herself?" I was like, "Oh my god, Ken, uh, she's gonna die." Kenny King from Ring of Honor is like, "Man, I went from." Angrily flipping through my Twitter real fast to see if I can get hot at something to ask it. Oh shit, is Oscar dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, holy hell. Three and a half. Yeah, really good. I agree. Really good match. Next so, match. Uh, hey, and so far, Corey, what's your lowest grade? Two, uh, is two a and a quarter well, for the, the pre-show. Yeah, two and a so on the main we're going, card, we're going main roster. Three and a quarter. It's not bad. All, not all bad. Three, stars. three and a quarter is the highest for a main lowest. roster. Yeah. I Dirty think the three and a quarter used to be like the main event back yeah. in the day. And now, a couple months ago, Drew McIntyre defending against Randy Orton, the match I was looking forward to. I was looking forward to this as well. This did not disappoint. I no. I, I, this great. was a slow I loved burn. It. 
world so title good. match the way it's I love the to be. finish. I was so happy for right? the finish. Ah, a roll up. It was God a backslide. Backslide. Yeah. That's when I texted. I was like, oh, we owe Joe one. Had visions of Flair and Von Erich in 84. I love that Orton won the greatest wrestling match ever, and he got beat with a wrestling counter. With a roll up. With a wrestling counter move. Backslide. Loved it. It was a great match. It was great. What was the last world title match that ended a roll up? Something probably with Bret Hart. Honestly. Fucking God, man. He he loved doing that shit. Um, This was great. Physical. They both hard just a little bit. The headbutt busted them both open just a little. But all you needed was just a little. Yes, the subtleness. Oh, so good. I think this match did more to... They both couldn't get their finishers. Right. This match did more to legitimize Drew than anything. Oh, the for real! That's that was the. the I heard someone say today that's probably his most legitimate win of all time or his career, and I was no, like, yeah. it probably so is. Compare the two title reigns: Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee. Oh, Drew's Drew! Jesus, Drew! Like how much better they did with Drew? Yeah. Uh, you know what I think happened with Keith is I, I honest the way it came across so fast is I honestly think they were like. We're going to write out the Cole thing, and then they're like, oh, we can do this McAfee thing. we got to get the title off Cole. Cole, we'll give it to Keith. What are we do with Keith? I don't know. We'll just move him to Cross. I mean, it came across so <laughs> yeah. fast and haphazard, <laughs> it's pretty much like that's yeah. what happened. That was the meeting right yeah. there. That was Triple H and Sean. Like, all right. That works for me. Yeah, let's do it. Corey's in the room. Um, always. I have Corey's sources. got the pencil. I have um, sexy, sexy sources. <coughs> uh, oh, excuse me. I'm dying. Wait, my sources get- have been known to drive their girls wild. Okay. <laughs> Do they think he's cute? They know he's sexy. All right. So this is a great match. I went three and three quarters. <laughs> Damn near went four. But I thought the drama and all that with Rollins and Mr. was just a little better. Yeah. Um, give well, me more of this. And don't stop, for the love of God. I know you're, they're obsessed with getting up to Randy. Keep it on Drew. Yeah. Yes. This match proved he can be the guy. Yes. Just give he him delivered shit a to main do. event quality. Give him match. shit. To Randy do. doesn't need the belt. No, he doesn't. Ever again. So let me ask you. The, uh, let me ask you this. With the promo they did the week before about how Randy cannot elevate somebody to he did his. He did. He That's just, the whole point. Isn't that it? was he the whole tonight. point. He just yeah. did. Yeah, it's a very meta storyline. He, yeah. he he very much did it. Uh, because now he's all about doing it now. He's uh, Randy Orton in 2020 is totally different from even Randy Orton of 2018. Yeah, he's now he's like, Fuck, I got everything I need. I got, I got, I got money. So I got all uh, the money I need. I got my wife. I got my kids. I get to eat her I'm fucking box every day. Oh, we're gonna fuck. It. <laughs> um, he's happy. Like him and he's his wife and Triple H and Stephanie videos just back and forth. Yeah, yeah. just after match. Honor. <laughs> <laughs> just thrusting. Like, yeah. You know what I'm doing right now, brother. Send but back when you're doing it. Just, yeah. It just oh. came in the pedigree. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like Stephanie imagine, like the, imagine in the DDT, like on the edge of the bed, like naked. <laughs> imagine that hot tub. Oh, God. They just then, go back and forth and from then, Stephanie to Kim back and forth. And then, and then and the greatest match of the night. Then we had a and universal then, title no, false then. count anywhere match. It felt no that went all the way to Gorilla and back. It literally as far as they went between uh, the fiend. They did that on Raw too. There's like gorilla the farthest yeah. they can go back in the Amway Center. They don't own the. They can't do anything in the back. Defeated Braun Strowman to I'm win the hurt. Universal Title. Heal and um, five stars. How I went two stars. <laughs> this match sucked. It I heard a lot slow. of good things about. Everyone it's was raving good. about this. It's thing. Fucking suck. These two don't know how to wrestle, and I I don't expect fucking goddamn Seth Rollins and like AJ Styles matches out of these two. Yeah, but 
I've seen, I've been watching 30 years. I know what competent big man wrestling is. We neither, want a hoss fight. Neither one of these guys can do it. For me, it's like the Fiend's character is weird. To like be in a wrestling match. Ridiculous. You think yes. of like, you know, you have all these normal ass people. And then you watch the Fiend in a wrestling match. Like no selling shit. It's just weird. It's like someone who's so like unstoppable to be in this kind of wrestling. Like, how do you beat him with, I guess, a sandbag jackhammer? It's pre- <laughs> that's the only fucking way you can beat him. It's, pre- <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> Checks out. It's pretty. That's the only time he's ever been beaten. It's pretty condemning when uh, <laughs> when the fiend is is the better option. To be a champion at the time. Great. But um, for six days. Has, yeah, right? six days. has anybody had a worse title reign than uh, big, big Boring Braun? The only one I can think of was no, Keith Lee. <laughs> yes. No, Braun solidified it with that jacket he wore. Or whatever fucking vest he's his trying to wear. Vest. His camo duck hunting vest. But. No thanks. But. But. But the fiend retain. He, the I fiend wins his too. title. I, I didn't know it was coming. I popped. It I fucking popped me. The fiend won the title. But He's then he poses for one minute. But no, then you, no, hold on. You know I, how you hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on. At the end of the match, I was down on my knees praying for something. <laughs> I was, for I was, something I was to waiting. Save me. I was waiting for retribution. From what is happening right here? And oh, my prayers were answered. Somebody, uh, this guy last week, brought up the prospect of one big dog going to NXT, and I was told he's not working until COVID's over. Oh, you know what? They they unleashed a Brinks truck at his house. They As had to. Have. They should have. They had to. Have. Did you he, see the teeth? Yes. Did you see the beard? <laughs> that was done by somebody who can first do shot it of his with teeth, and the only thing I thought was, "Oh, he's Hollywood ready." Yep. Yep. Oh, shit. That was his agent's idea. Roman Reigns <laughs> returns and destroys both, both men. But that's not it. This is the version of the yes. big dog yes. I've longed for. And no, I don't necessarily believe he's turned heel. No, because he's going to be out there on Sunday with a goddamn vest on, cocking his fist, and I'm going to be fucking pissed. But it's a trash-talking, mm-hmm. big Samoan, big Samoan badass, badass yes. who was whipping shit all over these two cosplay hoss dudes. You guys, you're, you're not a monster without me here. I I'm made like, you one. Oh, I made you it. I made you. You guys couldn't you do anything around without me. You can't take my place. You're just a freaking a man. I own this bitch, and then holds the title. And oh. I was like, oh, ah! shooting everywhere. And then I saw his uh, little Instagram reply <laughs> to Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Better get your numbers up, kid. Ain't nobody me. watching you. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! And then I tweet, I texted, I'm like, fucking figures. Yeah, they finally figure out how to book the big dog when there's no goddamn fans in the arena. But I heard an interesting thing. What does retribution do when they show up? Come out of nowhere, wreck everyone and leave. Yeah, wreck every- I hope. What does the Roman Reigns shirt Dude, say? I am here. Wreck everyone. And I am leave. here for retribution <laughs> if he's the goddamn leader, because nobody seeks retribution more than the big dog. You know why? Because he's been fucked more often. <laughs> so, so I was like, hold on. So this happens on whatever Sunday, and Boom will read his card on Tuesday. <laughs> and what was yours called? It's like uh, Revolution. Revolution, retribution. I got news for you. I got news for you. It's a well-known fact that somebody <laughs> listens to this in podcast. Connecticut. Listens to the No Cell podcast. It like, has to. It, no, it's like creepy at this. No, point. it's creepy because it's happened a fuck <laughs> time. Here, you know, you know how 
<clears throat> spoilers for my upcoming. I'm making Alistair Black heal. What's happening to Alistair Black right now? He's just no, well, turned he before you put it out there, so that doesn't count. count. I, I did not know that. I honestly did not know that. Still, I mean, they didn't get it from you, though. That's anyway, like, it's still boom, one. Man, I've seen so Two. many. Who broke up Cedric and Ricochet a couple weeks ago? Me. What are they going to be doing? Breaking. Breaking up Cedric and Ricochet. God. More importantly, I got Roman back. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, we appreciate it, Now people. I may be able to tolerate... <laughs> I may be able to tolerate a goddamn episode of SmackDown knowing that the big dog is going to show up and wreck some ass. Until he shows up and goes, Hey, listen, you suckering suckatashes. Then and then Corey goes, I'm going to rock. I'll be so heartbroken. <laughs> until he comes to, uh, until you hear Bana, and then you're done it. No, 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 they're gonna go look at each other and they're just gonna cock each other's fists and just fucking jump on each other. She's cocking something, all right. Um, yeah. You know, and you know what'll happen? I will say, yes, grab it, big dog. Take it to the grab bank. the brass ring. Take it to the top of the mountain. For nobody deserves it more than you. Grab that brass nova ring. <laughs> no, as I as I told my son because he loves the fiend and shit. I was like. I have now become the biggest Roman Reigns fans ever for yep. what he did Sunday night. And I will root for him harder than I have rooted for anybody in the history of the free world next <laughs> Sunday when he undoubtedly beats some ass and wins that universal well, title. Because they're obviously just retconning this shit to WrestleMania with what was supposed to happen anyway. Yep. That is obviously... <laughs> why else would you give it to The Fiend right now? You wouldn't. It's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to redo WrestleMania. That can never happen. And you know what? Good, because the big dog needs his... Uh, his his crowning at payback. That's the right. The biggest show of the year. Hell yeah. One week after. Ah, whatever. The point is, <laughs> this match sucked. Thank God. And did you see somebody has already parodied the T? No. Wreck every bathroom and leave. <laughs> so before we uh, oh, we move on, so someone. Um, Retribution attacked Raw last night's main event. Yeah, because Roman told him to. Yeah. So they all stand on the uh, apron. Mm -hmm. 100% one's uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Like, oh, yeah. Without, because they've ate, they eat their Wheaties. Well, that dude's posture is uh, yeah. pretty fucking... Like, yeah. Somebody then mentioned, like, one looks like Roman. It slightly did, but also it wasn't as big. Roman ain't showing up on Raw in a fucking yeah. ninja outfit. No, no. But, uh, you don't cover that. He's one, Tazawa, he's one of Tazawa's. Uh, They're gonna ninjas. wreck everybody. Then dun, 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 is gonna walk down and be like, "I told you all, you motherfuckers." Yeah. Could you imagine that? And he just has this whole group that just—it's like the shield, but like he just controls it until they're side, on. Whose side is he on? At, as you uh, as you tweeted out Sunday, hey, how Bobby. you're tired yeah. of retribution? You're gonna be all for it once it's Romans. Oh yeah, no, if it's Romans, I'm like I'm back on train. Love <laughs> retribution. NWO who? Yeah, bring it on. Own. Bring it on. <laughs> The one Roman nation. So, Orn. Thunder, so let's talk about Thunderdome. Let's talk about the Thunderdome. <laughs> well, I mean, popular for beheadings and clan rallies. Excuse me? And firing Velveteen Dream and Chris and Benoit and vignettes. And <laughs> what, before, we, before we talk about that, what did you guys think of I think it looks cool. It didn't look bad. I think overall... It's it looks an, way better than it's Performance It's an improvement Center. over the Performance for sure. Center. For sure. But I can't get fully behind it. Because it just seems like a dystopian nightmare from the future. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't know and if now I'm that, ready for that yet. And now that I know, it's like, put your thumbs in the air, put your thumbs yeah. down. Everybody put and your you thumbs down. And you look and they pan out and everybody's just like, it's yeah. just like, nope. it's so and fake. Said, nope. So I'd be like, so. That'd be nothing compared to what others have done. You would think, you would think that. I heard someone was smacking their pud during the women's match, but can't, 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 can't confirm. <laughs> Cannot you confirm. would think that they would have somebody supervising. You know what I mean? Like, nah. yeah, like, or like nah. a thirty-second delay. They're just so damn happy to be on screen. They won't do anything. What? What was on screen? Uh, uh, Mario was. I yep, saw that. Big deal. Uh, Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit twice. Mm-hmm. A big ve- a black sign that said uh, "Fire Velveteen Dream." I thought that's the worst it would get. Who was I mistaken? Nope. Clansmen. Uh, and, and a beheading. And a beheading. Multiple. I believe. Oh, uh, the multiple is just um, Randy kicking Drew in the head multiple times. Yeah, that's what the text. I was like, "Yeah, no. I was like, <laughs> I was like, there's only one." I'm like, there were three. Oh, I mean, he has a skull fracture and a brain, and a brain bleed. Someone just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah just like, just like, like uh, anonymous or whatever. Like, that group. a real fucking hacker. Yeah, like fuck your storyline. Here you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I'm just waiting for someone to be flapping just like their Trump's meat, face you know? and like someone's shooting it and like a bullet. Like, oh, that explodes. Imagine if. Oh shit. Imagine if there is like a sophisticated hacker who can like hack in like Velveteen Dreams voicemails and start oh. playing oh my God. images, dick pic images to God little boys. Damn like, it. Just his dick pics and yeah. like Instagram notifications, all that yep. stuff. It's going to happen. They'll be like, so there's still no, nothing to report? Uh, no firing? Okay, cool. Weird. That's right. Pat. Overall, a pretty good weekend for WWE. Um, I, I like Thunderdome, but I, I, like I, it's just, it's just um, too. Too, too dystopian. However, I do think it's the future. Yeah. Even after this damn thing's done. Uh, laziness in America will know no bounds. People will decide, yeah, you know what? I'd rather just pay 25 bucks be on screen. to be on screen there and watch it from my own home. Because honestly, if you go to a show, both people are just looking to see when they're on screen anyway. Yeah. They're not even paying attention. So, I mean, it, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to be the thing. And we just have to get used to it. I'm going to have to get used to this because I don't want to. Yeah. Boo. So I'm, I'm vamping because the the host is just fucking over there on his phone. So let's do something quick. Yes. Uh, I was I sent it to Devin while you were filming. Uh, what we can do is we will be doing mark out no sell for the next pay per view next week. We have Bailey and Sasha Banks defending the tag team championships against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. What? No. All right. No. Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, no. So. So. Guys, they were feuding, and no now so. they're not. Well, Sasha's going to obviously lose both belts, there, and that's that going to be the, the heel uh, turn right there. That was the Calhoun reference because uh, Baszler called Nia. Calhoun. No. So. For no cells. So. All right. Uh, next, we have Apollo Crews versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship. I know so. No so as well. Yeah, it's a new I think Lashley's so. winning that belt. Yep. Yeah, no so. They, arm, they arm wrestled and... Uh, Cruz's arm snapped. Got it. No. Uh, <laughs> Lashley didn't even take his shirt off. Why would he? Yeah. Uh, I'll save that one. For last, baby. Yep. Uh, we have Keith Lee making his main roster pay-per-view debut against Randall Orton. Mm-hmm. Mm. I need to watch uh, the rest of Rob before I can really. Mm. Right now, it's at a no so. 
Like yeah. Randy's gonna squash him. I've heard enough of the Keith Lee debut that he didn't get over, and he looks like Black Cassius Ono. And oh, mm. I'm in the medium. I'm in the medium as well. I want it to be good because I'm a big fan of both, but well, creative, creative has to get in the way. I'll save this for Corey. We have in a triple threat, no holds barred match for the WWE Universal Championship. Getting stiffer. We have Braun Strowman. Mm. Versus the champion, The Fiend, mm. Bray Wyatt, versus the <laughs> dog, Roman Reigns. Mark out. Fully erect. Fully, fully ejaculation. Marking. I will mark out because I want it. You know what they need to uh, do? Two sister Abigails to each? No. Pin. They need to have Roman <laughs> go in there, beat the living fuck out of both of them in five minutes. Mm-hmm. With a chair, just beat the fucking pin, shit out of them. Pin Bray and say... Put his foot on him. Don't this even is, fucking pin him. Put your and, and foot Ron's on him. just over there. This is my fucking yard now. And walk out. Uh, yeah. You know, he would be here <laughs> yep. if you did that. Yep. So just do it. And that I will mark out for. And that I will mark out for as well. Baby. Let's all mark out. That's right. Shall we move on to fantasy? We shall. Or brackets. Brackets. Oh, let's do brackets. Let's do brackets. Let's find out who is in our... Let's do brackets. Main event. Brackets is back. Brackets. Let's do it. After months and months. Of brackets. We were on the... Back. Brackets is good. The final four in our No Cell Entertainment Greatest Heavyweight Champion of all time. First matchup, we had the number one seed, Bruno Sammartino, taking on the three seed, Triple H. The final tally of six to five. I swear to God. Bruno San Martino Woo! moves on. By the narrowest. That should have been. Uh, on Twitter had three votes total. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it should have been a blowout, but I'm glad the right guy went through. Next matchup. The one seed Hulk Hogan taking on the two seed Juan Chena. Final tally of eight to six. John Cena moves on. Which means the finals. Bruno San Martino taking on John Cena. I think it's in Dr. Them votes, but uh, that's all right. <laughs> so I guess uh, we'll start with Corey. Uh, I think I know your answer, but who should win? Uh, who should win is Bruno. Who's going to win is Cena. Who are you voting for? Who are you voting for? Bruno. 11 and a half years as the most important figure in the company, the guy who literally you um, – wouldn't survive without against 17 two-week title reigns. I don't know. Seems easy to me. Damn. Well, I wasn't alive to see him. So I'm voting Cena. And he was like there my entire wrestling life. uh, (laughs) Oh, I know I'm on an island in this one. I know I'm also voting Cena. Not that I I don't, it's not that I don't think Bruno deserves it. I, uh, I actually was thinking about this earlier. I think it's the way I view it is uh, I think at some point when you have that many reigns, it should count for something. Um, it shouldn't just be completely – hold on. It shouldn't just be completely dismissed. Like the way the Yankees and the Celtics and the Lakers are the, the best franchises in sports, not because of one title, but because they had multiple. That's the way I look at it. I know, and the Yankees did have a lot of two-week World Series title reigns. They did. So, I mean, I remember that mid-March time when the Celtics had a quick mm-hmm. championship victory. Mm-hmm. That was a day, a day one, right? Oh, I've overseen it twice. Yeah. And then lost it again. 
He's gonna, you're just gonna make him vote for Cena twice. That's all right. Okay, I'm gonna create fake I accounts. Just think, <laughs> <laughs> I think. Fake. I think Cena. Bring those up too. Make two more accounts. I will. I will Nine to ten. I will put Cena in the top four most important champions in the company history. But I would also say I think he's vastly overrated when you come to his contribution. Alongside Hogan and Diesel? Got it. They needed him. He was the only person who really moved a metric. But that's also because they quit trying to make anyone else to move metrics after him. They just quit. They say, here you go. We're going to ride this guy until he falls. And now look where we are. Not his fault. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Again, it's just like two-week title reigns. Is, to me, it's like, it means nothing. Joe, you had like one year long one in there. Yeah, and it was a great rain. Fantastic rain. That was after like 06 to 07? Yeah, it was 06 to 07, and that was a fantastic rain. Best year of his career. I have to go with Cena. Just just because there's... The theme song. Yes, that's it. That's the only reason why the theme song. Because you brush your mouth the Colgate, so... No. uh, I'll probably just go with Cena because... I've seen a lot more matches than I have of Bruno. Of course, I think, I mean, to but, me, the, the bigger outlier is that Cena should even be in this damn thing, but whatever. Yeah. Should be Hogan? It should be Hogan, yes. Made the final four. At least there's that. Upset, baby. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this is like the Red Sox and Rockies in the 2007 World Series. It's like, cool. Oof. Nah, yeah. Cool. Really inter- Red entertaining. Sox, in this Red thing. Sox and Cardinals. I can't yep. wait to see this one, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to fantasy. When we do the Intercontinental Brackets, we should only go from Attitude Era forward. <laughs> Save like, everybody the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll start with fucking The Rock and just forward. Yep. Get to that Miz fucking... Gangrel's the eight get, seed. Get to that... Yeah. <laughs> get to that Miz Kane final. Woo! That would probably be like a Ziggler uh, yeah, Kofi we're final. Doing it. We're doing it. We're going to do it. <laughs> so let's go to Fantasy. Uh, I believe all four of us are doing it this week. Uh, so me and Corey will start first, and then Booble, and then Devin will go last since his is his pay per view. Uh, I'll go first since Corey, you went first last time, because I, yeah. We're gonna do uh, week five of high praise wrestling. We're in South Dakota, onset of yes. next two. <laughs> You're next. You're next to you're Christ. next. That's such a Nick Cage name of a movie. Like a tagline. One hundred percent next to you're next. <laughs> just not even the proper you you are, it's just your your yeah. That's how that's how I have it spelt because it's you're next. God damn it. Uh, Attendance tonight is thirteen thousand three hundred and sixty nine. Nice. Goddamn right. Adam Cole and Air comes straight to the ring. Cole talks about how he is uh, wants to talk about the new high praise wrestling toy, Carrying Cross. Uh, looks like he's here and he's wanting a title shot. Why is he deserving a title shot? He just got here. Um, there's really good talented wrestlers here in this on this roster that should deserves a title shot. Kyle O'Reilly deserves a title shot. Kyle says he appreciates the opportunity. But he has something in his eye and doesn't know how long, it would t- how long it would take for him to get it out of his eye. Then he goes, what about Bobby Fish? Bobby Fish is, I got something in my ear. I, I, would, I would love to go one-on-one with you, champ, but something's in my ear. I can't do it. Karrion Cross comes out with Scarlett Bordeaux. Uh, Cross says that 
he thinks he deserves a shot because he's always been looked under. He and he thinks that uh, he deserves a title shot at the next pay per view. The Rock. Cole says anything about it? No. Cross says, "Here, let me face any any member of Undisputed Era tonight, and let me show you that I am deserving of this. Any, if you want to give me, if you want me to face a couple in a handicap match, sure. Get let me let me face them. I'll take on anyone." And Cole goes, "Stop right there. That sounds good. All right, you know what you're gonna do? You'll be facing Undisputed Era in a gauntlet match, and if you make it through, you can face me at at the Rock." Uh, Fish and O'Reilly instantly go, hey, I'm healed. I can face you. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll wrestle tonight. It's true. So let's go to our first match as it's uh, Britt Baker and Io Shirai versus Tony Storm and Dakota Kai. Uh, both teams are uneasy to tag along with each other. Uh, back and forth match. It goes about 15 minutes. Uh, Baker and Shirai hit a double suplex on both women. Tony and Io start the match. Io hits rapid kicks. Tony tags in Kai. Io and Ke- uh, Kai have a kickoff. Literally. Uh, Baker teases wanting to tag in, but doesn't tag in. EO forces the tag for Britt to come in and uh, throws her into the ring. Kai then hits a GTK on Baker for the win. Uh, Nick Cage pops up on the Trons, announcing that since he can see into the future and he sees two matches set for The Rock, uh, first for the women's championship, it would be Dakota Kai versus Britt Baker. And he also wants to make a match for the National Treasure, and it'll be MJF versus Minoru Suzuki. Uh, the reasoning is because Minoru Suzuki won the Russian Roulette game at Conair. There you go. Our next match is Kalisto versus Dax. Uh, Dax tries to slow down the match, uh, slow down Kalisto because he's too quick for him. Cash trips up Kalisto, allowing uh, Dax to take advantage. Dax slows the match again as the crowd begins to boo. Dax goes for a power driver, but uh, Kalisto reverses it. Kalisto hits a springboard uh, Hurricane Rana onto Dax, and then he hits one off the apron to Cash. Uh, Grand Metalik grabs Cash, and they begin to shove each other until Cash shoves Grand Metalik into the post. Dax hits a spike power driver on Kalisto, and while Cash holds Kalisto's feet down for the win for Dax. Uh, we get a promo from another Suzuki, and he has a teddy bear dressed up as MGF, and he just rips the head off it. Not Tibby. That's it. Our next match is Orange Cassidy and Ricochet versus Aleister Black and Cedric Alexander. Uh, Black doesn't want to face off against Cassidy. Uh, uh, Black and Alexander wrestle most of the match. When Ricochet and Black wrestle, um, Black just attacked Ricochet's knee. Doctors had to come out and take Ricochet to the back. Um, Alexander hits the lumbar check on Cassidy, but Black wants the pin. Uh, Black gets the tag and he goes to, puts a foot on uh, Cassidy's chest, but Cassidy rolls him up for the one, two, three. After the match, uh, Alistair Black attacks Cassidy with a chair. Uh, Nick Cage pops back on the screen saying, I can see in the future again. And at The Rock, it will be Orange Cassidy will be taking on Alistair Black. Dun, dun. Our next match is Timothy Thatcher versus a jobber. Puts him in an armbar within 30 seconds. Thatcher looks at the camera and says, this is only the beginning. Our next match is in the main event. It's carrying Cross versus Undisputed Era. Uh, Cross eliminates Tonga Toa quickly. Cross takes on Bobby Fish. They fight about 10 minutes, but Cross is able to eliminate him. As uh, 
uh, tries to help. Uh, then out comes Kyle Riley. They fight for another about eight minutes. Bobby comes back out and tries to help Kyle, but Cross is able to toss Mr. O'Reilly onto Bobby on the outside. Uh, Roderick Strong comes out. They fight about 20 minutes back and forth. The two Roddy, uh, for the two, uh, they fight back and forth between the two. Uh, Roddy is uh, wrecking Cross's back. Roddy and Cross fight on the apron, but Cross is is able to barely stay on. Cross is then able to it just trips Roddy off the apron. Uh, after the match, after that part, Roddy attacks Cross until Tomatonga comes out, and he's the last one. Ta- Tama being cocky because how worn out Cross is. Uh, Tama gets in the ring, hits a gun stun, and Ta- uh, Tama keeps toying with Cross. Uh, Tama picks him up, but Cross passes out. Adam Cole comes out and tells Tama to toss him out. And Tama's like, it's cool, man. Don't worry. I got this. Uh, Tama poses on the turnbuckle, but Cross kips up as Cole is yelling for Tama to uh, turn around. But Cross shoves Tama outside the ring. So our match at the Rock will be a Rock match between Karrion Cross. And Adam Cole for the high praise championship. It's not dangerous. Oh, it will be. It's at a rock quarry. <laughs> it's at the rock. So that was this week. Sounds good. Yeah. So next week will be my go home show. Okay. For the rock. So sounds good. I believe Corey, you're up next. B, come on, Corey. There's no lights out. I hear. This won't be long. Um, <clears throat> it's not very good. Come on. PDX, Building a Legacy. Um, Come on. From the Dream Theater, 678. The Uprising is in the ring, and Shelton states that quite simply no one can touch them, and quite simply they're getting bored. Hammerstone <laughs> says he is the undisputed beef castle. <laughs> and that nobody, nobody can uh, beat him. He will never lose his title. He needs to make that a shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> can you imagine, like, a sad castle? <laughs> like, his head on it? Just, like, beef castle of him? Oh, you just made this man uh. 100K on pro wrestling tees. <laughs> the slaughter demanded tag title shot him and continue to leave bodies want, scattered all over the Dream Theater. <laughs> As they leave the ring, Zelina Vega and her team pass them in the aisleway, and Zelina and Shelton glare at each other as there is palpable tension. Zelina gets in the ring and says they're tired of sitting in the back and being ignored, and that it ends tonight. Nobody can hold us down, not even the uprising. Then Andrade and Angel Garza defeat Southwell's subculture... Um, about 8.45, when Humberto Carrillo shows up at ringside and trips Webster, letting Andrade hit the cradle DDT for the pin. Carrillo gets in the ring as they all beat down the subculture, and Carrillo has joined Zelina's army. At ringside, like Quince Styles and Joey Gertner. <laughs> God neck, damn it. Neck brace and chest hair included. Talk about tonight. Quince asked why the neck brace, and Gertner states that last night's bedroom gymnastics got a little out of hand. But before Quince could say, oh my god, Chris Jericho joined them and said, Gertner looks like an idiot. <laughs> Cody Chun defeated Sonico in 521 with a roll-up. During yes. the match, Jericho stated that he's feeling magnanimous as he is a larger-than-life living legend, after all. And that the winner of this match will once again get a shot to sit under his lean, sexy learning tree and become a champion, baby. Ooh. So now Chung is back with... To, to learn. To learn. War Beast <laughs> defeat Imperium 
was Spike Piledriver. Checks out. <laughs> Tough physical match, and after the match, Drew McIntyre comes out and challenges Joseph Fatu next show to a no-disqualification match. My God. Fatu accepts. My God. <laughs> Could you imagine? Don't even gotta ask. Just yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kazuchika Okada defeats Pete Dunne in 2356 with a Rainmaker. This match was well worth the price of admission alone. Unbelievably physical, very much a game of chess. With holds, counters, and preemptive measures... Dunn could never quite hit the bitter end, even though he attempted it multiple times. And his last attempt was thwarted into a Rainmaker for the win. After the match, Okada said next time you see him here, he will be challenging for championship gold. Daniel Bryan defeated Ilya Dragunov with a label lock. After the match, Bryan grabs the mic and states that even though he's a vegan, he's about to encounter the Beef Castle. As he wants I'm the so PDX happy. title. Can we? Can, can somebody happy. tweet uh, at Hamilton hashtag Beefcastle and do like, "Hey, you see your next shirt being Beefcastle," and be like the White Castle logo or something? Uh, I think I he think might he has, has that. He has it. That's so phenomenal. PDX Pioneer Title Beef Tournament Castle. Finals. Beef Castle. Shingo Takagi defeated AJ Styles to win the title oh. in forty-one twelve. Jesus. With the GTS. Jesus. Fantastic match. Flowed back and forth. AJ controlled the middle portion for a great length. Focused on the ribs. Stiff blows, abdominal stretches, brutal knees. Shingo rebounds and almost beheads AJ with clothesline after clothesline. Hits a knee to the throat off the top rope. And then hit a GTS for the win. They shake hands after the match. And as Shingo celebrates with the belt, Okada is on the ramp smiling. End of the show. I love it. Screw you, Mr. Raven. And, you know, there was supposed to be Lights Out, but unfortunately, local My Network TV channel, 52, preempted Lights Out on Wednesday at 1.45 a.m. for something called All Gravy Shakespeare in the Park. (laughs) Go on. That's all I know. All right. (laughs) Shakespeare. Where art thou, (laughs) semen? (laughs) Jesus uh, Christ. So I believe Mr. Booble, you're up. Lights out, can't catch a break. So I will. <laughs> yeah, poor, <laughs> poor Lord people. Uh, we don't collaborate on any of these. Uh, there will be some similarities between my show and Joe's and Corey's. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> no. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll soldier on. I can tell you mine will not be <laughs> like any of yours. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I can say that with uttermost certainty. The B Show, episode five. Live from the High V Arena in Kansas City, Missouri. Used to be called Kemp Arena. Is that the, actually called the High V? It's called the High V Arena. Why would you go to that? It's on my terrible, way. I was in Denver last week. Terrible, jinxed, Owen killing arena. Because, I don't know. <laughs> Got a good rate. There you go. It's all about business, baby. Goddamn, pal. That's right. <laughs> The first guy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, sh- the show opens with Kenny Omega walking into the arena. He looks into the camera and says, Roman, I hope you found a friend. He then laughs and walks off the camera into the arena. Bum, bum. Tony welcomes everyone to Kansas City. He says, tonight our main event is a 10-man elimination tag between the Revolution, taking on Omega, Keith Lee, Darby Allen, and the Young Bucks. Does he mention if they're hanging from the rafters? Uh, not yet. From said rafters. <laughs> no, really, just a specific one. <laughs> no, no catwalks were involved in the making of this product. Dun, dun. No catwalks were harmed in the making. <laughs> Taz asks if Roman found a fifth. 
Tony says, I doubt it. They've attacked basically everyone in the locker room in the last few weeks. Who'd want to help them? Roma's music hits, bringing out the four members of Revolution. Roman gets right to the point. He says he has a fifth, and he'd like to bring him out now. After a pause, Scott Steiner's music hits, bringing out Big Papa Pump. Once in the ring, Roman asks Kenny Omega to come out. Holler! Two of your biggest stands. That's right. <laughs> yep. Omega's music hits, bringing out not only himself, but his tag partners for tonight. Roman says, you know what? That's not enough. He then asks for every member of the AAW locker room to come out. It takes a moment, but eventually all the talent are standing on the stage. Omega and his partners at the bottom of the ramp. Roman says just beating up Omega and his lackeys isn't enough. He says, how about we up the stakes? Roman says, Keith, if your team wins, you can pick the stipulation for our championship match this Sunday. But when my team wins, That's right. the revolution gets to decide the entire card at AEW Interruption. That's big dog energy right there. That's right. Omega turns back to the roster, and they all nod their approval. Omega looks at Lee. Lee nods, and Kenny says, you're on. Oof. We go to break with both teams of five jawing back and forth. After the break, Proud and Powerful are in the ring. Santana has the mic and says they don't give a damn about the revolution. They are just one of a handful of tag teams in the back who haven't been used. There is nothing but talent in catering, and week after week, it's the Young Bucks, or Jay White and Brian Cage, or the Bucks, or Cage and White. What about us? We deserve, no demand, some respect. Damn right. Suddenly, Ms. Morrison's music hits. Miz says he agrees. Santana and Ortiz, you do deserve respect. Not as much as Miz and Morrison, but respect nonetheless. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. No, no. <laughs> Ortiz asks if they'd like to back that up. Miz and Morrison look at each other and sprint to the ring. And we it's have a match for that ass. Yeah, I was like, hold on, what are we back Whatever. <laughs> Good back and forth match. Morrison doing a lot of acrobatic moves inside and outside of the ring. Countered by Santana and Ortiz just taking the Miz to the woodshed. Yes! After Ortiz tries a top rope splash that misses, Miz hits a skull-crushing finale, followed by a split-legged moonsault from Morrison, and he covers for the 1-2-3. As they begin to celebrate, Jurassic Express music hits, and Jungle Boy says, Hold up, that was a nice win, but the nine is young. If you truly want to be considered the best, how about you face us right here, right now? Miz says, No, they just had a match. Luchasaurus says he figured he would say no. We all know your balls rest comfortably in your wife's purse. Oh, the old ball in the purse. <laughs> <laughs> that fires at Miz, and he says, you're on to the disbelief of Morrison. I mean, in all fairness, if it was Marisa's purse. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm in that Gucci purse all day long. <laughs> Gucci purse. Oh, it's Gucci. Chanel, whatever. Whatever she wants. <laughs> Jurassic Express hit the ring for our second match of the night. Jungle Boy is on fire. He and Morrison trading move for move, pin for pin. Morrison tags in Miz, who hits a running boot in the corner, a spike DDT, and covers for a two. Miz is beside himself and tags in Morrison. Morrison goes for another split-leg moonsault, but Jungle Boy moves and gets the tag to Luchasaurus. He comes in and takes out Morrison, and then the Miz, and then the Miz who tries to come out to his partner's aid. He chucks Miz to the outside, hits a powerbomb on Morrison, tags in Jungle Boy, who hits a frog splash, and covers for the one, two, three. Miz and Morrison leave the ring, arguing about why they took the match. As Jurassic Express are celebrating, we hear, We got next! 
and the Usos come sprinting to the ring. Tony says, we apparently have a gauntlet match tonight. Tape machines are rolling, but we have to take a break. Yeah. Back from break, Jey Uso is hitting the ropes and doing a corkscrew plancha onto the other three to, on the outside. They roll Jungle Boy back in, and Jimmy Uso hits a big splash and covers for the one, two, three. They, they begin to celebrate when all of a sudden... Oh, Kansas City! Don't you dare be sour! Clap! For your eight-time tag champs and feel the power! Jimmy and Jay are waiting for the new day when Kofi and Xavier slide in from the crowd. They turn around and Kofi hits Trouble in Paradise on Jay. Xavier hits a super kick on Jimmy and Kofi covers for the one, two, three. Your winners, the new day. I thought you didn't draft Xavier. I did. I did. No. He had. I just took E. Oh, I took E out of the group. Okay. The talented one. Tony says that was crazy, but we still have that huge 10-man tag match. As we go to break, Taz asks if he really said the tape machines were rolling. It's 2020, <laughs> dog. We ain't got no tape machines. That's fact. <laughs> Back from break, Ron Stroman's music hits, and he marches to the ring with purpose. He grabs the mic and says, Cody, Pillman, I don't give a damn what your issues are. Settle it on your own time. I want that TV title. Pillman comes out and says he doesn't care what he wants. The fact is, you interfered in my match last week. You stuck your nose in my business. As far as I'm concerned, you'll get a tighter shot when I say you do. As Braun looks on, Cody comes from behind and attacks Pillman. He drags him to ringside and throws him into the ring. Strowman grabs him, hits a huge choke slam. As he begins to taunt Pillman, Cody rolls in the ring with a chair and hits Braun over the head, knocking him out cold. Cody grabs the mic and says, You also interfered in my match last week. Unlike Pillman, I actually take care of my problems. He drops the mic and leaves the ring as we go to break. <clears throat> Damn. Back for break, and it's time for our main event. Revolution is out first, led by Roman. Toro Yanu is wearing the mask again, confusing a lot of the audience. <laughs> Darby is out first for the other team, followed by the Young Bucks, finally Omega and Keith Lee, and we're ready for action. Darby and Jay White start out first, slow-paced at first. Darby hits a dropkick, knocking White out of the ring. The other members of Revolution jump down and surround White, while the Bucks lead Omega surround Darby in the ring. The ref regains control, and White slides into the ring, tagging in Brian Cage. Darby pauses, looks to his corner, and tags in Kenny Omega to a huge pop. Omega does quick strikes to the legs and body of Cage, staying out of range. He tries a flying elbow, but is caught and dumped to the outside in the corner of Revolution. As the ref berates Cage, Jay White and Scott Steiner double-team Darby, running him repeatedly into the steps before sending him back into the ring. Cage grabs Darby, hits a big power bond, and covers for the 1-2-3. Revolution has the advantage 5-4. Cage motions for Keith Lee, and Lee obliges. The two big guys trade punches and forearms, clotheslines and back chops, neither guy giving an inch. Cage sends Lee into the ropes, Roman kicks him in the back, and Cage capitalizes by clotheslining him onto the outside. Steiner grabs a chair and hits Lee in the back, but right in front of the ref and is immediately DQ'd. Roman and Jay White jump down and ask what the hell he is doing. Steiner tells them to shove it and leaves through the crowd. While all this is going on, the Young Bucks hit a double super kick, double super kick a Meltzer driver, then Omega hits a V-trigger as Lee slides in and covers for the 1-2-3, giving them a 4-3 lead on Revolution. Immediately after the bell, Roman gets in the ring, waits for Lee to get up, and spears him, covering for the win to tie it up. Pin the champion. 
The Bucks and Omega jump in the ring and begin attacking Roman. The ref warns them to leave, but they hit a melter driver, leaving Roman lying in the ring. After they ignore another warning, the ref shrugs and DQs both Bucks, leaving Omega by himself. Beside themselves, the Bucks leave, calling the ref every name they could think of. Omega, meanwhile, goes to work on Roman, stomps and elbow drops, followed by three amigos and a cover for a two. He throws Roman into the corner and lands eight punches before Roman counters into a powerbomb. Roman crawls to the corner and tags in Jay White. White comes in hot. Two quick clotheslines, a brain buster, a DDT, and covers for a two count. He sets him up for a sling blade, but Omega counters into a V-trigger and then gets the 1-2-3, 2-1 revolution. Roman is back in quickly and sets up for a spear. He runs, but Omega leapfrogs him. Roman hits the turnbuckle, and Omega gets the roll-up for the three-count victory. It's down to Toro Yanu and Kenny Omega. Uh, why? Yep. Yanu can't believe it. He gets in the ring slowly as Omega smiles. Before Omega can attack, Yanu ducks inside the rope, forcing the ref to back Omega away. As the ref turns back to him, he points and yells, Look over there! The ref isn't buying it. <laughs> he tells Yano to get back into the ring. Yano, then in full view of the ref, reaches in his tights and pulls out brass knuckles. <laughs> I the can ref- see him doing it. <laughs> the ref grabs his arm and they begin to fight over the object. Omega is laughing at this point. As the ref takes the knuckles away, a masked man slides into the ring unannounced, hits Omega with what appears to be a lead pipe, and slides back out and under the ring. Yanu runs over quickly and covers the ref counting one, two, three. Your winner and sole survivor, Toru Yanu. Hell yeah! God damn it. Tony is beside himself. He asks, now who the hell is that? I thought we were done with the masked man last week. It was Yano under the mask. We all saw it. Jay White, Brian Cage, and Roman all come back out to celebrate. They get in the ring and lift Yano up on their shoulders as We Are the Champions plays. The masked man climbs into the ring and stands in front of the Revolution. They put their fists out. And one by one, all members of Revolution stick their fists out, the now familiar fist bump signaling a new member. The camera pans from their hands to the mask, and it's slowly pulled off to reveal none other than Sammy Guevara. Shivani calls him a snake and wonders what this all means for the pay-per-view as we go off the air. I like it. So, I will tell you, since this is my go-home show, the only match that we know of is Roman Reigns versus Keith Lee for the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Stipulation to be determined later. True WCW style. That's right. There's a pay-per-view. That's right. What? Don't know what's on it. (laughs) Tune in. So... (laughs) I just want to let people know on my television right now, there are, two, the there are two Nick Cage movies on right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and Ghost Rider. I don't need to say anything else. Devin, you're up with your pay-per-view. Uh, uh, That's right. It is pay-per-view time. <sighs> Graving the boat. You'll never see it coming. Live on Pornhub Premium Live. forty nine sixty nine for my blue-collar folk. Uh, Corey, we yeah. are at the Moda Center yeah. in Portland, Oregon. What the hell are you doing on my turn? 17,969 on hand. Have, All Gravy Wrestling is a proud, uh, partner, <laughs> proud partner of PDX Wrestling. Hey. Hey hey, 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 I mean, after last week, I don't know what we are. We're a fucking mistress. We're a mistress. Wrestling is also a proud partner of PDX Wrestling. What the hell, you whore? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dirty, dirty whore. 
Yes, you are. <laughs> that sounded uh, wrong. Mm. That sounded horrible. <laughs> yes, you are. Heavily bandaged Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, and guest Bob Saget on commentary. Ah, uh, yes! <laughs> Put this man in America. We cut backstage where we see Chief Gravy Janitor of AGW, Mr. Dawig, screaming, Where's Johnny? His mask is next. Suddenly, backstage interviewer Jack Victory taps Mr. Dawig <laughs> on the shoulder and shows him his phone. He tells Mr. Dawig that he got a text from Johnny this morning at 7 a.m. saying, I went there. I put the dogs on the side of the house. I had to do it. I'm sorry. Mr. Dawig orders Jack to send the police to the Benoit State in Georgia right now as we cut to an immediate commercial. You mean the Gargano State? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> We're back from commercial, and we have your first match for the AGW Tag Team titles as the Grizzled Young Vets make their way to the ring. Drake and Gibson get on the mic and call for a ref to come down and count Johnny out since he decided to take the easy way out like Latino Gable. A ref comes down to the ring and begins counting. Uh, the Grizzled Young Vets taunt the crowd and fake, and fake cry as the crowd boos and the ref continues to count. But as the ref gets to eight, suddenly Heavy Machinery's music hits and out comes Tucky and Otis to a huge pop. Tucky says they were just pulled, aside, uh, pulled to the side by Mr. Dawig backstage and due to the unforeseen circumstances revolving Johnny Gargano, the Grizzled Young Vets will now be defending their titles against them. The Grizzled Young, uh, Grizzle Young Vets flip out on the ref, uh, get in his face, saying this isn't fair. The ref says tough shit and calls for the bell as Otis steamrolls Drake. He hits big splashes in the corner and, hyped, and hyped up, uh, hypes up the crowd, hitting a caterpillar. He tags in Tucky, and they go for the compactor, but Drake uh, rakes both of their eyes, allowing him to crawl to the corner and tag in Gibson. Gibson comes in and gets some good shots in uh, on Tucky, but Tucky counters with a spine buster. Tucky goes to the top rope for a shooting star press uh, on Gibson, leaving both men uh, down in the middle of the ring. Tucky gets up and goes to the corner uh, looking for another shooting star press, but Otis tags himself in on Tucky's foot. Tucky looks down at Otis, kind of perplexed, as Otis shouts up for the compactor and t signals Tucky to come in. Tucky climbs down as the two hoist Gibson up and hit the compactor for the 1-2-3 for your winners and new AGW Tag Team Champions Heavy Machinery. Okay. The crowd pops and celebrates as Otis and Tucky hold up the titles and hug. Otis grabs a mic and says, oh, yeah, we did it, Tucky. Ten years of hamming and slamming, and we finally got the gold, baby. <laughs> the crowd cheers as he passes the mic to Tucky. Tucky says he can't believe it. Thousands of miles traveled, city after city after city, night after night, for years straight for this moment, and it feels so good. But you know what's going to feel even better than winning these titles, Otis? This. As he blasts Otis with the title in the head, sending him flat on his back. The crowd boos in shock as Tucky stands over Otis and smiles. He rolls out of the ring and gets a ch uh, chair and starts laying stiff shots after stiff shot into Otis' back as he rides around the ring in pain. The chair is nearly bent in half as Tucky keeps going. The crowd rains down boos as Tucky stops his assault, holds the chair up, and smiles again. He walks over, grabs his newly won tag team title belt, looks at it, and throws it on Otis's limp body as he watches the back disgusted. Next up, we have your AGW women's title match of Katie Forbes versus Rebel Kel. Katie's out. We're this one. <laughs> oh, you'll hear about it. Katie's out first with her with Tessa in her corner to a big crowd pop. Her and Tessa get in the ring and twerk as the crowd throws them roses and ribbons into the ring. <laughs> Next out is the ACDC queen herself, Rebel Kel, with her rebellion behind her. Uh, Bob Saget gets a sh direct shot of Rebel's ass and says he tapped that faster than an Olsen twin and faster than Rebecca paid for her kids to get into USC. 
Rebel and Katie give each other uh, an epic stare, stare down before the bell rings. The bell rings and the two and the two titans go at it. Rebel uses a lot of holds and hip tosses to control the match. However, Katie reverses one of the hip tops into an arm drag and gives Rebel a, com- uh, a couple clotheslines as the crowd cheers Katie's comeback. She hits a violent spinebuster on Rebel, flattening her to the mat as she climbs to the top rope and hits her 630 twerk driver on Rebel. She crawls to the cover, uh, but the ref is distracted when the, Rebel- when the Rebellions start attacking Ch- Tessa with chair shots on the outside. Katie pin- is pinning Rebel as the crowd counts way past 10, but there's no ref to make the count. Katie hits the ropes uh, and, and does a tope to the outside, crashing through all three women. She slides back in the ring, but Rebel meets her with a thunderous highway to hell, hooks the leg for the three for your winner, and still the greatest women's wrestler alive and your AGW women's champion, Rebel Kell. And here we get interesting. TV title match of Kevin Owens versus Willy Wonka. KO comes to the ring first wastes no time he grabs a mic and gets in the ring screaming for willie to come out he says he's waited months for this moment and he will uh come back there and get him if he has to candy shop hits and out on the unicycle comes mr wonka he tells kevin that his little temper tantrum is cute and all but he shouldn't have a thrown a fit last week and let him finish what he was actually trying to say because tonight his title match isn't against him oh no 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 i'm not legally contracted to agw as a wrestler therefore i cannot wrestle and you know what they say, there would be no Willy Wonka without his Charlie Bucket. Because suddenly, music hits and out comes newly sex-chained, six-foot-two, 250-pound Charlie Bucket, formerly known as Charlotte Flair. K.O.'s mouth drops to the canvas as Ziggler and Zane admire the size and attributes of new Charlie. Wonka gets back on the mic and says, oh, and by the way, I just got word that this match is now no holds barred. Charlie runs down, to the, down the ramp and slides in the ring, hitting a giant big boot on KO. The bell rings and Charlie stomps KO in the corner. He tosses him around the ring with his huge power. Power moves as KO sells like he's being tortured. He hangs him in the corner and goes for a baseball slide, but KO sits up, sending Charlie, sliding his new balls right into the ring post. KO gets the upper hand and goes for a pop-up powerbomb, but Charlie reverses it onto a hurricane run in the last fi- at the last second. Oh god, here we go. He throws KO into the into the ropes and catches her catches him into a violent fudge packer as the crowd loses its mind. Charlie goes for the cover, but KO kicks out at two and three quarters. KO staggers to its feet as Charlie lines up another fudge packer, but KO catches him into a stunner. KO falls into the cover for the one-two, but Charlie gets his foot on the bottom rope. KO sits in pure a- astonishment at what he has to do to put Charlie away. He gets to his feet and screams for Charlie to get up so he can hit another stunner. Charlie starts to pull himself up on the ropes as the crowd rises to its feet. Charlie turns around to meet his fate, but suddenly KO is caught with an RKO out of nowhere from behind. The crowd gasps as the Viper Randy Orton stands there staring down at Kevin. Ziggler screams what the hell is going on here as Charlie looks at Randy, frozen, not knowing what just happened or what exactly to do. Randy drops to his knees and slowly slithers out of the ring and slowly backs up the ramp as Charlie rolls KO over and gets the one, two, three for your winner and new AGW TV champion, Charlie Bucket. Willie rides his unicycle to the ring as him and Char- uh, him as Charlie celebrate as Willie pulls out his balls and waves them right in Kevin's face. <laughs> and we go to commercial. God Now you see why I made him Willy Wonka? Yeah, we get commercial in favor, yeah. yeah. Well, we go to whatever, but hot page here, or whatever those things are. Uh, gr- uh, next is your Gravy in the Boat ladder match. 
The first five opponents of John Moxley, Matt Riddle, Sam Hua Joe, Dominic Dijakovic, and Apollo Crews make their way to the ring. Big E is out last riding on a pancake wrapped tank, as him and Mickey are having violent bondage sex on the top of the tank. Big E gets on the mic and says he's just going to finish getting his nut since he's the only one that can use a ladder for the first ten minutes. So he goes back to fucking Mickey as the bell rings and everyone just shrugs and brawls. Bob Saget is calling both E and E and Mickey and the match on a camera split screen as he's pounding Mickey's cheeks and, and the match is also going on in the background. We cut back to the match where Dominic Dijakovic is beating everyone with a chair. He wipes out all other four competitors as he stands there unsure what to do because he still can't use a ladder for the next eight and a half minutes. So he just pulls out his dick and just goes to each side of the ring like he's Hogan and tells everyone to feast their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd boos and, and chants "Baby Carrot" as Dijakovic shows uh, continues to show off. He then hits he's then hit with a low blow from behind by Matt Riddle to a huge crowd cheer. Riddle dumps Dijakovic outside and then looks over at E and Mickey. He points at E and yells out "Bro!" as he jumps over and heads towards them. E barely gets time to put away his huge salami stick back in his singlet before Riddle gets to him and hits him with a running knee off the tank. Riddle throws E into the ringside barricade and drags him back, to this, uh, back into the ring. The, cr the crowd counts down from 10 as the clock expires and now ladders are available for everybody. All six men grab a ladder and get in the ring as everyone puts uh, the double guns up because they don't know what to do. Um, where did I get? Oh. Um, Cruz gets in the middle of everyone and tries to play Peacemaker, but they all just throw ladders at him and he falls out of the ring. <laughs> Joe, Mox, Dijakovic, and Riddle form a temporary, temporary alliance as they all target Big E since he's only six nights removed from an hour-long grueling gauntlet match on Raw. They take turns hitting their finishers on E, and Riddle puts the exclamation point on E by giving him a bro Derek through the announce table. The remaining four celebrate briefly and then all realize the gravy boat is still hanging. The four scurry back into the ring and set up two ladders. Mox and Joe go up one. Riddle and Dijakovic go up the other. The four men brawl at the top of the ladder as the gravy boat swings back and forth between them. Riddle gets his fingertips on it before Dijakovic headbutts him, causing him to let go. Dijakovic pushes jo Joe and Moxie's ladder down, sending them tumbling to the floor and Joe getting caught on the ropes. Dijakovic reaches for the gravy boat before Riddle hits him with an elbow to the midsection. Riddle then hits a sunset powerbomb on uh, Dijakovic, sending him crashing to the mat. The crowd cheers as Riddle looks up and begins pulling himself up the ladder. Riddle has his fingertips on the on the boat as the crowd is going apeshit, but suddenly Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford slide in the ring and shove the ladder over, sending him crashing through a ladder on the outside. Dawkins slides out of the, out of the ring as Ford resets the ladder. Dawkins carries Big E into the ring, puts him on his shoulders as he climbs to the top of the ladder, and Big E grabs the gravy boat for your winner of the match, Big E. Mickey and Bianca come down to the ring for, uh, from the back as all five members of the Nation of Penetration pose proudly on the ladder. And we go to your main event. It's a long one. For your AGW world title, last man standing. Walter's down first with his advocate, Jill Gertner. Next out is Hangman Adam Page to a thunderous ovation, nearly blowing the roof off the Moda Center. He comes down to the ring with saliva singing his new theme, theme music live as he drives his cowboy shit four-wheeler to the ring. He gets in the ring and holds the belt above his head as a, a huge chant. Cowboy shit chants uh, rain down in the Moda Center as he stares at Walter. The announcer goes to announce Walter, but Gertner grabs the mic and goes, well, well, well. 
It is I, Joel, I'm California dreaming, and I leave the girls screaming, because I'm a pussy-licking demon and have vanilla-flavored semen, Gertner. Why don't you let Corey I know, I should have give it to him, but damn it. I, I know, I gotta do it next time. Because I feel like it's hard to read in this, you'd have to like scroll to figure out where it is. I'll put it like separate then, next time. Yeah, just make it I'll space it out next time. And this man next to me is fighting out of Chop City. He's the former reigning, defending, undisputed AGW World Heavyweight Champion. And after tonight, he's going to be the new reigning, defending, undisputed AGW World Heavyweight Champion, <laughs> Walter. The crowd boosts thunderously right, as the Mr. Heyman. There he does Gertner. Yeah. Oh, but, well, it was like, I can't do Barack. I got to do Walter. The crowd boos thunderously as the announce, uh, announcer announces the champion Hangman Adam Page and the crowd loses its ever-loving mind and begins to break out in sex and skull-crushing pandemonium. The bell rings and the two stare at each other at the center of the ring. Hangman eats a hellacious chop that shakes the arena and sends fans looking away. He chops Walter back, but Walter laughs and throws him into the corner. Walter chops him again, shedding, setting shivers down the arena's spine. Hangman is in agony as two bright purple handprints begin to form on Hangman's chest. Walter pushes Hangman on the ropes and hits another grotesque chop, sending, shrieking, sending people shrieking and Saget saying on commentary that this hurts, uh, this hurts to watch more than a poorly written, non-factual Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang promo on some shithole wrestling promo promotion that can barely f fill an arena without handing out free tickets and that's owned by some mom's basement living troll whose only idea of creative booking is, tro is trolling some sports franchises and competing companies because he's not creative to think of anything else that will pop a crowd except for heat. Dolph says, I couldn't agree with you more, Bob, as, the wa as we watch the ref begin uh, the count on Hangman. Hangman gets to his feet at six, uh, much to the delight of Walter, who's ready to inflict more pain. Walter exposes the top turnbuckle and goes for an Irish whip on Hangman, but he avoids it and slides under the rope to the outside. Walter, meet Hank Walter meets Hangman on the outside, and the two exchange right hands. Walter gets uh, the upper hand back and throws Hangman into the barricade. He hits him in the, in the back with a few chair shots and tells the ref to count. The ref counts, and the crowd cheers for Hangman to get up. Hangman uses the ring skirt and pulls himself up and barely beats the count at nine and rolls back into the ring. He goes to the corner to watch his uh, to catch his breath, but Walter's right back on him and sets him up for another chop. He goes for it, but Hangman ducks and Walter hits his uh, hand right on the steel turnbuckle that he exposed earlier. Walter falls to his knees in pain as he clutches his hand. Hangman sees his opportunity and hits a buckshot lariat on Walter, and the ref starts the count. The ref gets to five and Walter nips up and stands there staring at Hangman with his arms behind his back and a smug look on his face. Hangman looks completely floored as he can't believe how little effect it, that just did on Walter. He jumps down and grabs a table out from under the ring and goes to set it up, but he's hit from behind by Walter. Walter and Hangman brawl around ringside, but Hangman hits a drop toe hold on Walter, sending him face first into the, face first into the steps and opening him up. Hangman slides back in the ring and waits on the top, at the top rope for Walter to get to his feet. Walter staggers up and Hangman hits a thunderous buckshot lariat over the ropes outside to the over the apron to the outside, um, sending Walter down in a heap. The crowd explodes as the ref um, starts to count. The ref gets to six and seven and Walter still hasn't moved. He gets to eight and Walter begins to stir. He gets to nine and with one giant leap, Walter leaps from ringside to the barricade to hold him up as he's barely up and the ref says he made it to his feet. Hangman, shocked and enraged, runs uh, his hands through his hair thinking how the hell is he going to beat this man. He becomes almost enraged and grabs a chair and starts beating Walter down. He drags Walter, sets him up against the steps 
puts the chair in front of his face and hits a hellacious running knee, sending his head bouncing off the steps. Hangman pulls uh, himself to his feet at five as the ref continues to count. Joel screams at Walter to get up, but to no response as the ref gets to 10 for your winner of the match and still AGW World Heavyweight Champion Hangman Adam Page. The crowd erupt and begin to kiss, suck, and fuck in the crowd at the five-star 40-minute slugfest they just endured. Hangman rolls into the ring as the ref uh, hands him the AGW World title and raises his hand and hoists it in the air as he hoists the title with the other hand. The crowd is on its feet as Hangman stands with the title, but again, from out of nowhere, Hangman is hit with an RKO by Randy Orton. Orton stands there staring down at Hangman as, he, as a hush falls over the crowd, and that is preceded by a chorus of boos. Randy looks around at the, Randy looks around at the crowd as, they are, as there are people with their hands over their faces or, and some people flipping him off um, as, the, as the, he pans the arena with his eyes. Randy then reaches down, grabs the AGW world title, looks at it, and poses with it in the air as Grave E in the boat goes off the air. Damn. Good show. Good show. I love the fact that Walter is in all gravy wrestling. So great. With Joel Gertner as his fucking... I also love the fact that the two uh, wrestling companies that I'm uh, affiliated with are completely feuding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's end tonight's show with some more Mad Libs. All right. Mad Libs. Interview with a superstar. And I'm just going to make the reporter in superstar's name. An interview between a reporter and a WWE's newest and most fucking superstar, Hoovy. <laughs> Check out. <laughs> Jack Victory is the reporter. In the last year, you have become, you have become famous to tatas all over the world. Check out. <laughs> yep. What's it been like for you? Hoovy. It's been in... Oh, it's been a Bob Costas come true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I watched the WWE on television as a kid, and now I'm one of the WWE's biggest super Alexas. Jack Victory, what what is the best part about working for the feisty WWE? Hoovy, I get to work with the absolute best nuclear warheads in the business. What more could an could a Times Square ask for? <laughs> do you, uh, Jack Victory? Do you have any advice for the for the horniness up and comers? Or for the horny up-and-comers. Uh, Hoovy, yes. Never give up, never give in, and never say fapping. <laughs> Kids, aim for the dead babies. Jesus. Wow. wow. Wowie wow. All right. Never Joseph. All right. So my Mad Libs are, which Raw superstar are you? Oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Which curvy WWE superstar are you most like? Find out by taking this depressing quiz. (laughs) One. How quick are you? A. As fast as Muhammad Hassan. Or B. Or B. Slow, but I can hit like a Chris Benoit. Oh, shit. Or C. More flirty than quick. Two, are you A, popular, B, technical, or C, hyper? Three, which slogan best describes you? Yeah, describes your beheading style. (laughs) A, nice guys finish vigorously, or B, 
Gentlemen, play by the balls. <laughs> or C, never let them see you lick. <laughs> C. Four. What would you like to do if you lost mo- a moldy match? A. Cry like a sawzall. <laughs> B. Shake your opponent's penis. <laughs> or or C. Demand a zipline. <laughs> I want a zipline installed in my house. From that tree to that. Where oh my where are my WWE ziplines? <laughs> shake your shake your opponent's penis. Uh, you can, you can hit like a Crispin ball. Ball. <laughs> Checks out. Checks out. Hey, Raw Superstar playing We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, uh, that's amazing. So let's wrap this show up. I don't think there's any... Hey, hold on. Mm-hmm. Which two of us are going next week? I don't Fantasy. know. It's either you two or us two. Either or. We can decide after. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. All I guess, right. I guess it's Joe and I. And it's, go home, it's Go Home Rock versus uh, the fallout of Graving the Boat. Checks out. All right, so uh, you can find all of our lovely, lovely podcasts and words at nocellentertainment.com. Where we have the written words, like that's my paper. <clears throat> By Mike Rubel. That's me. Uh, the Dekai Sensei. Uh, we have podcasts like that's my pick. The Gang Reviews. The No Cell Podcast. The Retro Review Time Machine. Thundercast. Pay-Per-View War Stories. And the Monday Night War Stories. We all have Twitters. You can follow Corey at that kayfabe guy. You can follow Devin Dog at Devin Dog. You can follow Mr. Booble at MT Booble. You can follow me at that Joe Lussell. You can follow the producer at producers. And you can follow No So Entertainment at No So ENT. Follow, subscribe, all that good stuff on iTunes, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, sometimes YouTube, and no longer Spotify. But you can find Spotify's uh, One Hit Wonders. Presented by No Southern Entertainment. Give us a thumbs up, thumbs down. And like always, Corey must pose. I got nothing. Hey! Nothing you can or say. Or he must pose. He did.